I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Matt. Yo, what up? What up? This guy. Good answer. Original. Never done it before. Yeah, I'm known for my originality. The one and only. That's what they call him. <clears throat> There's more than one world to be of the much worse place. Be a lot of something. A lot of something. I might not be worse. Eh, who knows? Depends on how you look at alternate realities in which you're all the same person. Anyway, what are we? Uh, what are we doing? We're podcasting. Ooh. That we are. What uh? <laughs> what podcast are we doing? <laughs> um, that's a good question. Uh, we'll have to go to the judges on this one. Scoreboard says. Apparently, it's called Gamers Two. Apparently. Apparently. Could be fake news. I don't know. Hashtag fake news. All you never mind. Not not doing it. Not doing it. It's too easy. Going in. What have uh what have you been up to, sir? Um whole lot of nada. You know, I, I bought a couple games, cheap games, played a little on uh, Steam Summer Sale. Oh, oh, okay, all right. Um played a little plague. Bought Plague. Okay. Played a little bit of that. Messed around with it. Um, trying to go down a different uh, class line on, in World of Warships. Oh, boy. We're um, back to the World of Warships. It was interesting. I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> a lot of dying. Um, rough from the bottom. It is. It is rough. What else has there been? You know, just a normal routine, which is, you know, YouTube and helping Samantha with Lego, Harry Potter, mm, and mm-hmm. uh, started rewatching the uh, Vietnam War documentary because it was so good. Oh, nice. Uh, and that, that's about it. That's it. Not too bad. Not too bad. Better than weeks past, I can say. Yeah. I mean, I, got, I, think, I think I'm going to start playing God of War this weekend. I think that's the... Yeah, that's yeah. Got to get into that. Get it nice. out of the way. I like it. It's a fun game. Decent sized download. I'll probably start that. It's already been, it's been installed since since I had it. Oh, all right. Well, never mind. Oh, <laughs> I have been doing my usual. 
the normal routine. The good old normalness. A little bit of the show, a little bit of WoW. Started playing Mr. Shifty. Tiny build game from maybe over a year ago. I'll beat it. I'm I'm liking where we are right now. I'm at I'm three quarters of the way through. I'll probably beat it this weekend. It's just levels. Like a platformer? Uh, top kind? down. Uh, top down runner, I guess. You Your only thing is like you blink around and you punch. Okay. I, guess you, I guess you can grab and throw objects too. But that's really it. And there's just a bunch of different enemy types and you have to figure out how to defeat them. And then there's levels that they'll turn off your ability to, to blink around until you destroy stuff. And But it's, it's nice because it's checkpointed. Mm-hmm. So like even though the level might have... Or the stage might have like six levels. Once you clear one level and go through the door, that then you die in that next level. That's where you spawn. It's just to do it right again. So it's not like punishing to to die in a level that you are trying to figure out. I think yeah. the most I've died maybe was twenty times on a level, or twenty times, twenty times in a stage. Okay. So, not bad. Coop, coop, coop. Uh, played some Mario Tennis Aces. How's that? It's okay. <laughs> I I have nothing. I don't have anything completely bad to say about it, other than I feel like the controls aren't aren't as sound as they should be, and like mushy, uh, precise, like non precise. Yeah. Like if I point it right and it just goes down the middle, I'm like, wait, am I missing? Is my switch screwed up or is the game screwed up? I think it's the game. Mm-hmm. Um. And then it's just like I'm going through the story mode, and it's kind of just like whatever. Uh, definitely not a not a sixty dollar title at the moment for me. Uh, and then I tried the Flame and the Flood. Played that for maybe thirty minutes, just kind of seeing what it was about. Interesting. I might know. go back to it. Might not. Which it was an indie game. What is uh, indie survival game. You go to like an island. The the mm. island world is t- is tiny. You do some. You gather what you can. Maybe make a fire to get yourself out of rain or shelter or whatever because you have meters of, on yourself that you're trying to keep up once you have everything on the island you just leave and then you're on a raft going down and then that's how you get to like the next island and all this other stuff survival games so hot right now yeah but at the same time i'm kind of it's not like I, it's not what i'm looking for really so it's kind of uh up in the air if it'll be returned to i'm reading the wild book like chapter 18 now so is it, uh, is it feeding into the wild playing? Yep. It uh, the beginning of it is kind of um, sorry, distractions, fun distractions though. I think I don't know. It, just toss up, you know, people these days. Coin flips. I just uh, I write them all off. I <clears throat> I am soulless. But there are very. Mm, that's gonna sound way too sappy. I was like, but there's very few people I would give my soul to. I mean, <laughs> oh, God, I don't well, like. I don't like that sentence. Lots of cheese in this episode. Yeah, it's just oh, it's mozzarella. <laughs> um, the beginning, like maybe a couple chapters ago, I finally got out of like what I already kind of know from the game, or like the game gave me the overarching story, and I was just getting a little bit of like the behind the scenes details. And now I'm to the point where it's like, I don't see this in the game. So we're yeah actually moving into more interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Otherwise, it's been you know watching baseball, watching the World Cup, and watching summer games done quick, which I'll talk more a little bit about later. Actually, screw it. I'll eliminate it from later. I'll talk about it now. <laughs> uh, summer games done quick is a speed running marathon that happens 24 hours a day for, I believe, seven days or six days. It ran. It runs from uh, last Sunday to either next Sunday or technically like 2 a.m. on Sunday or some some weird time. It's either Sunday or Saturday. And they are raising money this time around. They do it twice a year, once in January. They might be doing one more now. They might add a third one. Uh, but once in January and once now. The January one, I believe, is a cancer one. Uh, the one, the charity they're benefiting now is Doctors Without Borders and something else. I can't remember what the second charity is. But they're already over a million dollars as we're recording now. And there's a chance that they could still hit two million by the end of tomorrow. That's a... That's some high-level, like, nerd stuff. And the best part, I bring this up because, I, you know, we've we've heard – I'll get into it. We'll get into it with the first headline. But we've heard all, you know, gaming does bad, you know, does bad, yada, yada. This is a bunch of gaming nerds that are raising money for cancer and doctors. Suck it, people that don't like it. <laughs> we raise more money than you do. American Heart Association does a heart walk. These guys played games for a week and raised like triple your money. Shh. Shh. Hush. Hush, little babies. Anyway. The conversations that that happen on that stream are like so high level nerd. Oh, they're extreme nerd culture. Speed running nonsense. Like, I appreciate what they do, but like, I can't watch it. It's definitely like a, you have to be inside that subculture or like be semi interested in speed running, running to like to get into it there. Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of uh, speed running talk, but then there are times where somebody just makes an off cast reference, and I'll either go good reference, or I'm going like, what is he doing? It's so <laughs> it's so obscure that I can't get there, but it's fun to watch. I just have it on in the background all the time. I bought a tank top from him because proceeds from the tank top go to that thing. Tank top tiger. So I was like, you know what? Whatever. I need a new tank anyway. I think Good for mowing. Exactly. Yeah. And my two sleeveless are not tanks. And one of them is probably going to get retired here pretty soon because I've had it for a lot, a long, long time. I have an America one. I, I feel ashamed to wear it anymore, though. Cause it's like I have, I have a flag one, and I just found my flag boxers, and I'm like, July 4th, I can't. Like the flag tank top while mowing the lawn, it's just too cliche, like I can't do it. Yeah. I should also be drinking a Bud Light and everything. Yeah. Like a fucking aviator's on. Chewing like and... Shotgun over my shoulder or something, I don't know. Balls deep in a squealing hog. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so that's what we've been up to. World Cup's been a lot of fun. It's been real interesting. I don't it's, haven't watched any of it. I just get the I get the highlights. So the highlights are good. It's real interesting. Um, I've been enjoying the videos and gifts posted on Reddit of uh, the Mexicans celebrating the South Koreans. I don't know if you've seen any yes, of those. They but pulled they out. Great. They, they went to the, the yeah. They went to the Korean embassy, pulled out the ambassador, and he drank tequila with them to celebrate beating yeah. Germany. And the chant was like "You're a Mexican now" or something like that that they were saying. It was, it was interesting, and I, 
I really enjoyed it because, like, I feel like that's what these big sporting events should be. It's like the bringing people together, like the whole idea, original idea of the Olympics. You know, like yeah, bringing it's a celebration together. And, and that's what's also funny is when Mexico won their first game when they beat Germany. Did you see that they caused an earthquake celebrating in Mexico? <laughs> it registered on the Richter scale. Did it really? Yes. Leave it to them. I have to say, like, I was watching the videos and. Um, a couple years ago, I went to Mexico, and like all of my experience with Mexican people is they are like some of the most fun people I've ever experienced. So, throwing that out there. Go party with some Mexicans. You'll have a good time. Not in, never mind. Can't, I'm not getting political. I'm not saying it. <laughs> <laughs> if you can climb the wall, no, that's not what I was going to say. Oh. Okay. There is no wall yet, in case anyone was curious <laughs> who you well, voted for. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I bring myself down because I'm just going to get heated. I gotta, just, <laughs> I gotta settle in. <laughs> so let's talk about I just, some. I just want to, going back to the thing real quick. Oh, Can you boy. imagine what it was like to be one of those South Korean people who'd randomly, like, they're in the, getting picked up and, like, carried through the streets? Can you imagine being the ambassador? You're getting your embassy is getting stormed on. <laughs> like, Granted, you kind of know why, but at the same yeah. time, you're like, do I go out and celebrate with them? Like they're insane. Good sports, definitely all around. The best part too is if you watch it, if you watch like the video, he's outside partying with them, and he just grabs the bottle of tequila and just drinks from it. I'm like, <laughs> hell yeah, Korean dude. Uh, that was good. Made me feel better for a little bit there. Yeah, I was like, I have a little bit of faith in not America. Anyway, <laughs> new releases for this week that you can play right now. Far Cry 3. You might say said new releases. You might say, Nate, <laughs> that game came out years ago. But here's the point. It came now to PS4 and Xbox. So here's the question. Again. Is it better than 5? Some people would say yes. Some people know. would say no. Some people don't care. Some people would say they're the same goddamn game. Also true. Do you know the definition of insanity? <laughs> it's better simply for that dude. I can't remember Voss. his name. Voss. And then... The ending where she kills you while on top of you? Because that's that, up there. That's also good. But for me, it was when you walk into the club when you're storming his compound and Die Antwoord's playing... And then you walk in, and it I, it was playing like I think I think you're freaky, and I was like, "Is this Diane Word? Like, what? The <laughs> like, yeah." As everybody else is also going, "Who?" <laughs> uh, anyway, true. number two, Mario Rabbids Donkey Kong DLC finally came out. Number three, once again, we're going through the joke of these aren't new games. Number three is Near Automata: The Become as Gods editions for Xbox. Number four is Matt's favorite game, The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit for PS4, Xbox, and PC. Is that free? That's free, right? Uh, I think at least the first episode is. I didn't confirm further on if it was the whole thing or not. Number five is Matt's other favorite game, The Crew 2 for PS4, Xbox, and PC. I kind of feel bad for The Crew 2. I feel bad for The Crew 2 only because Horizon's showing it. Yeah, like they're showing E3 like just shit on that game. Yep. Number six is Bomb Chicken for the Switch. Once again, have fun names. You'll show up here. 
Number seven, because I find it funny, is MotoGP 18 for the Switch. And then because I find these ones funny, <laughs> Pro Cycling Manager for the PC and Tour de France 18 for the PS4 and Xbox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a manager for everything now. That there is. You can manage anything you want. Unless you, uh, without all the experience that it takes to even get hired before you're a manager. Haha, <laughs> job market joke. Number nine, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy for Xbox, PC, and Switch. And number 10, MXGP Pro for PS4, Xbox, and PC. Then Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus came out for Switch. And Pokemon Quest made its way to iOS and Android. Woo woo, new releases. Woo woo, and once again, Nate screwed up. The, I'm not going to edit it. Nate, saying a story earlier, has now changed the numbers for a second straight week in a row. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't think about You know what? We could fit. You, nah, can, add, you can edit on the fly. Mine oh, won't yeah. let me. Yeah, we'll edit it real quick. I'll just, I'll just, just delete Just backspace that. out of there. Yeah, yeah. Just delete this. This, this is how we edit on the fly, because if you ever have listened to us before, I don't edit this podcast. <laughs> I cut some stuff out at the end, cut some stuff out at the beginning, and then we just go. I'm going to have to close and reopen. So, All right. I'm going to read the first one. I wanted you to anyway. We would be remiss if we didn't mention the fact that the World Health Organization has proposed a revision to their international classification of diseases that includes gaming disorder. Uh, I was going to write... (laughs) I was going to write this whole, like, craftly worded, like opinion on it and then i deleted it and i was like screw this because no one really cares what i think anyways um but if you dig into it there's positive and negative aspects to this um you know in the grand scheme of things it's probably not going to matter a whole lot uh yeah i don't know what else you want to talk about it i mean i just want to shit on it see like but It's frustrating because obviously addiction is addiction. You can be addicted to literally anything. Which right there is the problem with this specific diagnosis. If you read the article, everything they mention of like, oh yeah, if gaming happens to take up like X amount of time or you're choosing that over other things or this or this. I'm like, that's literally just called addiction, people. It doesn't matter what it is. If you choose to go to the gym that much over that, you have a gym addiction by that definition. The um, Technically, this is the... Uh, it it be going on. I'm gonna call him who, so I can save myself some time. The World Health Organization going who on. Who are you? Who 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 who? I really want. All right. So <laughs> if you go on on that list, I guess that you it's easier to be able to technically like walk into a doctor's office and say like I think I have this, and then not go <laughs> get out. Yeah. And I can see, like, that's the advantages I see in the short term, really, is, like, the legitimizing video games to a certain degree It's and um, insurance, insurance stuff. Yeah, the other other problem I have with this one, which is kind of the same problem I have with uh, not, not so much, like, alcohol addiction, because alcohol addiction, it's, there's chemical changes, like, Actually, and not that there aren't with video games, but not mm-hmm. not the same thing. You're putting a it's, substance into your body. Yeah, it's the argument of like addiction to sex and like addiction to cocaine. Yeah, which even then, even with the addiction to sex, you're you're still releasing endorphins that are 
you know, it's yeah, but there's not yeah, I know what there's, you mean. Yeah, there's it's not it's like something a, you're doing versus something you're putting in you. Different. Yeah. Um, but it's that stuff like gaming or uh, alcohol or I mean drugs, just in general, you know, whatever, whatever it might be. Um, <laughs> bulimia, you know, who who knows? You're doing. That's usually the overarching, but there's an underlying reason why it's that way. Whether you're depressed or whatever, and that's your like gaming is your escape. Mm-hmm. So you're treating the solution, but not the problem. I guess mm-hmm. you're treating their way of coping with it, which is just to disappear into a gaming world and not deal yeah. with shit. But the problem is that they have actual like ment potentially mental or just health problems that you it's what i'm scared of is it's going to because i think the minimum or like the quote baseline number was like 20 hours a week and i went <laughs> yeah like that's not hard first off that's mm-hmm. not hard to achieve and also i'm i don't want to see it become the add thing early on when add first came out where like my child slightly doesn't pay attention oh well he has add and then every kid is just diagnosed with add yeah and um to be clear this is a proposed revision and not necessarily adopted yet. Right. And this is and the first time it's been revised since like 92 or something. Yeah. And there's a lot of, um, it's not like every medical professional is in total agreement. There is a lot of dissent. I believe in the same article, like one of the same articles has somebody that's for it. And then somebody going saying what I just said, mm-hmm. because I kind of paraphrase what he said of, there's an underlying cause that yeah. you can now look over and just say they have X yeah. and not dive deeper as a medical professional which if the one of the people who's i can't remember that i think we read the same article as a cnn article or whatever i believe so and one of the he was actually a, a member of of who and he said that like you know we're treating this as like you know not necessarily it's it's basically just a to get people in under insurance reasons basically and stuff like that it's yeah. like it's like a you know like almost like a legal yeah speak and thing. the other the last the last point i want to make before i before i move us on is who is not saying that games are addictive who is saying that you can be addicted to games and there those are two very important distinctions to make yeah the the idea of what they're doing is not necessarily outright wrong. It's the timing that's the issue, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because the the what's going on with the with Fortnite and all that, it seems to be a European thing. I don't know, like I don't know. shit with kids playing too much Fortnite and their parents are freaking out. That type of thing. Well, even then, I, I believe the video when it initially which came out a, has like which is four... an addiction. It's bad parenting. Yeah, it's a, my kid became a drug. Well. I mean, do we need to go right to blaming him? I mean, sure, he's got some of it because he can't put it down either. But like, it falls on you too. Sorry. Number dose. Earlier this month, it was announced that Fortnite would have cross-play support, but it would ex- it would exclude PlayStation. Naturally, this didn't sit well with the community, and there was a lot of backlash. Microsoft and Nintendo did not make it better by throwing some gas on the fire with a trailer poking fun at the situation. Well, Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO Sean Layden was 
asked about this by Eurogamer and responded with this statement. Quote, we're hearing it. We're looking a lot at a lot of the possibilities. You can imagine that the circumstances around that affect a lot more than just one game, and I'm confident we'll get to a solution which will be understood and accepted by our gaming community, while at the same time supporting our business, end quote. I wouldn't hold your breath, and neither would Matt. <laughs> yeah, the the last little bit there where he says something that supports our business, like their current business model that they're going with is very conflicting with the idea of cross-play. So. And I th- I still think that this statement still, I think, doesn't hear what people are actually like really complaining about. Mm-hmm. Is like, yes, cross-play would be great. But it's the fact that the I can't even sign into the same account yeah. because of you. Like, I have to create a new account, technically. If I've linked it to a PS4 and I want to play on a Switch, I have to have two accounts. Yeah. <sighs> so I think I think they're still not completely getting it. At least in the immediate thing. I think they see the big picture, which is cross-play and having yeah. everybody play together. But they're not seeing like just the immediate Band-Aid fix where they can just go, like, Art, like we'll fix this part for right now. We'll still work on the, <laughs> the overarching part. Well, it's kind of like, to me, I see it almost as synonymous with their whole name-changing on the PlayStation Network thing. It's like, right. it's something that everyone's always wanted. It seems like by now they should have a way of doing it, but they're just, like, not doing it. Ignore, ignoring the situation basically or leading generally leading everyone on yep all right now we're going to get into our lawsuit segment um <laughs> number Holy three shit. one two, yeah there are three lawsuit stories back to back to back yep i i kind of uh and and they're we should just have like a dedicated lawsuit segment and a dedicated Fortnite segment or a dedicated Fortnite lawsuit section. That would work too. Actually, yeah, because they're usually <laughs> one of the same. Mm-hmm. Which they all, well, besides for the last one. Well, time to speak Anyways. to your time to speak to your lawyers, Nate and Matt. <laughs> uh, number three, PUBG Core has withdrawn its lawsuit against Epic Games. There's no explanation as to why PUBG backed away, but really, no reason is needed. Um, most contribute this development to the fact that PUBG licenses the Unreal Engine from Epic and that both PUBG and Epic share a major investor in Tencent. And Tencent is massive. It's massive. And so they, very, they don't want their kids fighting. They, they very, just want that money. They very well may have walked into PUBG's room, beat its ass, and then said, shut up, and walked back out. Yeah. Yeah. I just find that funny. It, it was. Um, it's exactly what I expected yeah, to happen. Yeah, it's just funny. Now yep. we'll go to the Fortnite side of things, and Epic in number four. Epic is suing Thomas Hanna, a quality assurance contractor, for leaking Fortnite season four spoilers. He is accused of conspiring with a third party to leak the location of the meteor's landing and season four's superhero theme. The third party is not named in the suit and is not named by Thomas Hanna, even though his defense claims he told unnamed person. The unnamed person that's not named. What a fucking shut up, mate. Uh, spoiler told them spoilers in a private conversation that he thought would remain confidential. Guess what? When you sign an NDA, you can't tell anybody, you idiot. Epic is seeking punitive damages under state and federal trade secret laws, plus attorney fees. Yep. I don't know what that technically amounts to in this case, but I don't think they know either. They they said that. Um... 
Just hit it with a broad brush and let somebody else figure out your numbers. That's that. That's basically. It. They said that there's no way we could calculate the amount of money that we've that we've lost because of this. So we're just seeking this, and then well, I will let you figure it out. Which I I have the feeling, knowing Epic and how they are, like it's more of a, of a making an example than an actual monetary. Yeah. Uh, it's like I'm not worried about the money. We just need to understand this is not okay. Yeah. A lot of NDA stuff. Yeah, recently I don't know if we. I, I feel like here. I feel like people just no. don't believe NDAs. They're like, oh yeah, yeah, this gets me access if I just sign this thing, sign, and not that it says like we can come after you because you're an idiot. So my beef with uh, salmon burgers is that they make me burp up salmon. I like that we're just going to switch this right into our food discussion. Yeah. yeah, we did teriyaki salmon burgers courtesy of Nate. But I get these like these salmon flavored burps like afterwards. I don't know what's up with it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. What do you think of the ter- while we're here? What do you think of the teriyaki? Did you really taste teriyaki? I, I didn't, didn't. I didn't, didn't either. at all. That's why I was like, it says teriyaki, and then I was like, I was expecting it because when I did them the first time, I did, I did plain. Yeah. And then these tasted like the same, and I was yeah. like, I'm. They kind of look the same too. Yeah. It was... it was a little bit more orange, maybe. Hmm. Uh, but I was like, yeah, it's not. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Uh, you're, number, you're number five, yeah. Sorry, I was drinking some water. Oh, sorry. I, uh, stay hydrated. Stay I was, hydrated uh, in these warm temperatures. I was dry. It's it's hot in this room. I was driving all, yeah. up here, and uh, I was just minding my own business, and my throat decided to stop working and swallow uh, saliva down the wrong tube, mm. which has just ruined my evening. Basically, <laughs> I had it. this like I'm going home. 
I have this like coating of phlegm on the inside of my throat now that just won't go away. If anybody's, I have a lot of issues. Everybody's listening during dinner time. Yeah, there you go. Phlegm. Phlegm. Um, all right. Where was I? Number five. Warner Brothers has responded to Bethesda's lawsuit over the Westworld game via a statement to IGN. It reads as follows. Quote, as one of the world's leading creators of intellectual property, including the groundbreaking television series Westworld, Warner Brothers has a deep respect for intellectual property rights. As such, the assertions by Bethesda Software that Warner's Westworld mobile game improperly used source code from Bethesda's Fallout Shelter are as surprising as they are unsubstantiated. Warner Brothers has been assured by the game developer Behavior Interactive that Bethesda's allegations are untrue and that none of Bethesda's code was used in the Westworld game. Moreover, contrary to Bethesda's baseless accusation, Warner Brothers at no time induced Behavior to use the Fallout Source Shelter code, Fallout Shelter code, excuse me, in Westworld. Um, the cynic, end quote, by the way, uh, the cynic in me kind of interprets the statement as Warner Brothers putting some distance between themselves and Behavior Interactive because, like, they just keep saying, you know, like, the, the statement's kind of like, oh, Behavior handled it, and they told us everything's fine. Like, yeah, that that's very much how that read, and it. <laughs> I always love the beginning whenever you get some probably ego-having PR person that starts the statement with, as one of the world's leading creators of intellectual property, and I went, Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers, man. Hmm. Leading IP. Oh, they're not Marvel. (laughs) Shit. Like, I appreciate it. All of their, like, money-making IPs are not their own IPs. uh, No, let's see. Shadow, oh, Lord of the Rings, oh. Even if you include the movies, too. Yeah. Like... Not theirs. Hmm. Huh. DC. Talking a lot of shit. Sorry. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> Not really, but it's, I, it's funny. Because it does... It, when you look at it... I didn't look at the code, obviously. No. Because why would I see that? That's what, Yeah. Uh, but looking at the games at face value, you can see similarities. So I can mm-hmm. understand where it would be a problem. Yeah. Number six. Telltale is dumping their proprietary game engine, Telltale Tool, and moving on to Unity. The Walking Dead's final season will be the last to use the aging engine, while Telltale's Stranger Things will be the first to use Unity. You can almost hear the universal sigh of relief from Telltale fans. I don't know what happened there. I don't know. I thought you might have gotten drunk. Um... Yeah, about time, I guess, right? That also might have been me. I might have been playing WoW and hit WW to go forward and then realized I wasn't in that I was in the dock. <laughs> That'd be really funny. Yeah, no, uh going forward, that that makes me pumped. Yeah. Because that engine was awful. It was like cool, it was a good concept engine. Yeah. And then, then well, immediately, like... immediately they needed to go, All right. Let's get a let's go there's an engine. <laughs> and then they just never did. They the article that I would the, there was a couple articles that I was reading about it, and um, they uh, they all went into details about like basically why the engine, not necessarily why the engine sucked, but how archaic it was and how long it took to add things that were semi modern to it. And yeah. it was like 
It was like using really, it since season one and The Wolf Among Us. So I mean, it's it's really hard. Six years. It's really hard to justify like a developer like that to build their own engine anymore. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's, That's why it, was, it like made sense as a as a prototype engine. Get your first game out there. Go okay. This is what we can do, and then go look for an engine. Yeah. But that's not what they did, which is always the weirdest thing to me. Even like if you like another example would be like Kojima or or Bioware. Like they both have the ability to build their own engines, but But Kojima say, takes a world tour for a year <laughs> to figure out which engine he's gonna use. Yeah, and like Bioware takes a FPS engine and, and like modifies it. So now like they have a modern engine with their tools that yep. they need instead of like building something from the ground up that's you know fifty percent complete and right. always broken. Anyways, good for them. Look forward to seeing their games. I'm wondering if they're going to keep that same aesthetic. The same, uh, you know... Uh, I I would assume gonna... the same aesthetic. I would. I just hope we don't see all the problems. Like, there are some horrifying problems if you look up Telltale glitches that are just like, that's only that man's eyeballs. <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to do anymore. Well, what's funny about that is Unity has. Oh, Unity has problems similar, too. <laughs> the similar, uh... but I'm I'm hoping it's less like even with those visual bugs sometimes like whatever. But there were like crashing problems within yeah, Telltale. The save game issues. Sa- yeah, save thing. games just being deleted. Yeah, that's a big, big. That's a bad one for that, a game like Telltale. Yeah, for where you're literally going through a story, making choices, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, by the way, all those choices you just made don't matter. Not only don't matter, make them again. Yeah. Number. Seven. Siete. Red Dead Redemption 2 has only been officially announced for Xbox One and PlayStation 4, but it may be coming to PC. This rumor comes courtesy of a programmer's LinkedIn page. He's been confirmed to currently work at Rockstar and has previously worked on GTA 5 and L.A. Noir, but it was his experience... But it was his experience listed working on Red Dead Redemption 2 for PS4, Xbox, and and PC that caught people's eye. He's since edited the page to remove the information, and I'm pretty sure most of us expect Rockstar to follow the trend of releasing the PC version later, so probably a year later, like they did for GTA V. Yeah, I think um, it seems like a lot of people were misguided, like they had forgotten that that happened with GTA V, um, and they're like kind of expecting the PC version to launch at the same time or something like that. I'm, I don't know if like it's bizarre. Yeah. It's, I feel like everybody just kind of forgot that GTA did not release day and date because GTA released three times. Yeah. 360 Xbox one PC. So ridiculous. Yep. Okay. Uh, number eight, Shenmue three pokes his head out again in case you forgot about it. Developer WiseNet sent an email out to their backers to let them know that the PC system requirements are for Shenmue 3 so they can better choose what platform they want it on. The requirements listed are pretty tame, except for the 100 gigs of storage. Um, I'm hoping that's unoptimized space requirements, because that's a lot of goddamn space. Um, I don't know. Do you want to run through what the system requirements are? Does, Does anyone care? They're really low. Yeah, let's put it this way. If you have a computer from 2007 on, you can run it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's about par for the course at that point. 
650 Ti, yeah. The um, the funny thing, so yeah, we 100 gigs for, for Shenmue is a lot. But that's also, remember what Shenmue is. Yeah. That's not surprising. I guess. But it's probably, so it's probably, I don't know, do I want to shit on them? It's, the code is probably so bad that it's that it's just massive. And it's like 50 gigs of, like, audio. Yeah. Yeah, because they're walking around <laughs> and banging cans against street corners to get the sound right. <laughs> Number nine. We've got some interesting hardware news tidbits. Tidbits. A way you can get pineapple in a can. Yum. Delicious. Corsair acquired Elgato, but not their smart home division. Did not know they had a smart home division. Did not know that either. I know that now. Are they still called Elgato in the smart home division, or are they called it's, something else? I think it's like Eve something. Eve or Ev or Eve. It's okay. Eve. I'm pretty sure it's Eve something. The terms of that deal were not disclosed. I think that's interesting. Good move for Corsair. Um, I think it'll be good for Elgato as well because, like, you know, more money. Corsair's yeah. like more money, more problems. True, but Corsair's got you know they got experience. They know what they're doing. Corsair's got their pulse on that market. Yeah, just keeping it alive. <laughs> uh, you don't want to know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of hand gestures. Razer has shown off their first keyboards with optical switches. Matt, can you explain to me what an optical switch is? Uh, it's <laughs> it, it uses a little... That's infrared, basically. It's infrared switch. Okay. It's like semi-mechanical with an infrared actuator. All right. Is it better than mechanical? It's the new hotness in keyboards and mice. It's optical switches. I don't. I don't know if it's better. I mean, I guess on paper, if you look at it, okay, it's it's got to be better. You know that, um, you know, having I guess an infrared optical actuator means like it's more precise, theoretically. Um, but I don't know. Like, it, what was there anything wrong with mechanical keyboards? Not that I was aware of. Like it just seems. But then I also saw somebody make a mechanical keyboard. Not like somebody make one. Like we've seen the custom ones. No, somebody took a mechanical keyboard and used chiclet keys. Like it was still mechanical, but it was chicleted. Um, I, I think Corsair has one. They they might be the ones that did it, and yeah. I was like, interesting. And it was, it, yeah, they, it it looked the keyboard aesthetically looked amazing. Yeah, but I'm looking at it. And I'm like, this is you're like, I don't know what. To, I don't know if yes. you're going backwards or what we're doing here. It was really weird. I'm sure, it, like I I was really when I saw that I was like, oh my god, I kind of I'm intrigued. Like I'd be interesting to try that because like. I hate typing on laptops, and because of like the key height and all that, like the, yeah. it's just weird to me. And but the idea of mechanical switches, I'm like, what is this? Got to be some bizarre feeling. But anyways, yeah, like I liked that keyboard for the time I had it, but then I needed to go mechanical because mm-hmm. I needed reaction times and stuff like that. Because that's not a mechanical keyboard. Yeah, yeah, I'm curious to see this whole optical switch hubbub. Yeah. About but they've come out with two. The first one is called the Huntsman for $149 with a slightly upgraded version for $199 called the Huntsman Elite. Typical gotta, Razor stuff. Gotta have names, man. I mean, call it the Huntsman, I guess. Sure. They, um, they're nice. 
they're nice looking. They're not your normal razor uh, thing going on where like you you get the fucking symbol all lit mm. up. Okay, it's they're very like um, you know minimalist. Ah, and they so have right like up a, your alley then. Yep, right up my alley. Um, right the up elite that alley. Uh, the elite comes with wrist rest, and it has like media key. Uh, media have you ever really used a wrist rest? I use mine. Like, I, I mean, I, I have find that one. I find that, but I, that's not for my wrist. That's my palm. Like yeah. that's that's the bottom of my hand. Okay, I guess that's what we. I but, say but I people, said a wrist rest, but people it really call is them a, a people palm. people do call them wrist rest, or they'll get that like foam. Like, you can get a mm-hmm. foam one, uh, like bar in front of their keyboard, and I'm like, that just it feels so weird to me. Like my buddy had one uh, in high school, his laptop or his desktop. Yeah, and I would, I would just use it to beat people with because <laughs> neither one of us actually like you know rested our hands there. It's, it was yeah. just weird. No, I, I have a what the same thing you have. It's a wrist rest, but you know called a palm or it's a palm rest, but it's called a wrist rest, and I use it. And I can't imagine I, I've I've used keyboards obviously without them, and I don't like it because I like it, I can't my I don't know. Yeah, it, I'm so used to setting my the heels yeah, I, of my palm. I have down my palm there. or like the heel of my palm sitting down because I'm usually only using one hand because my mouse is all obvious there. Mm-hmm. But like when I'm at work, I find myself just kind of like like yeah. <laughs> slamming my hand down. Yeah, and to, then you're like trying to type like this, and you're like I don't like this. Yeah, like, I'm like that feel weird. Expensive though, damn right, one ninety nine, one fifty. Yeah, I mean that's I mean, in like that's in like. Really nice mechanical keyboard territory. Yeah, like, really nice. I think retail one fifty, probably street is like closer I to a hundred. Yeah, I mean you can get it pretty much anywhere for anywhere between like hundred and hundred twenty. Mm-hmm. The because it's the full, it's not the tournament edition where you or the, whatever they call it, ten keyless. Yeah, where you strip off numpads, the, which I still don't like. I think where the optical switches will become more prevalent is Hi, in Max. mice. Because um, I think they hold up better. Well, that's the thing is because mice are technically rated for a, a click number. Yeah. Hi, Max. Hello. I love you. Yes, I know. Are <laughs> are they rated for a certain click number? And unless, the other thing, too, is unless I think you need to have the software installed first, uh, you can check your click number to technically when your mouse, in theory, starts to deteriorate mm-hmm. but yeah that's that's the that would be the idea would be to get the more clicks out of a mouse is technically a better product it's also the same way that if you are the company that makes rape whistles then eventually you're gonna go out of business if you sell it good enough because nobody's gonna be raping <laughs> anybody it's kind of like a double-edged sword i don't know if you had the same experience but i with rape that... whistles <laughs> no not those never been blown on me uh, um <laughs> now we're talking about Sorry, <laughs> I just want to take that in so many different directions, but it's so oh, we we could spiral real deep into a lot of holes right there, and I don't think we should. I find my my um, mouse to to break or die way sooner than keyboards. I don't know if it's because like the keyboard tends to be more stationary, whereas the mouse, like you know, you're moving it around and you're slamming it and like that type of thing. See, but I'm also a wrist mover. I'm not an arm mover. It's because you don't know what you're doing. No, live. I'm trying to like stretch my back here because I'm old. That's what I mean. So many people have been like, "Do you wrist aim or do you arm aim?" And I'm like, "I wrist aim." So I have carpal tunnel probably through all the way up to my shoulder at this point. <laughs> uh, well, no, you'd have it in your wrist, and I'd get it in my shoulder. <laughs> no, see, I'd have so much of it in my wrist that it would just back up. 
Uh. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, moving on. Moving on. This is a long one. Number 10. Uh, There's been a few mentions of video game streaming services in development from big names inside the industry. When did we mention them? Uh, I don't know. E3 E3 recap show. Good job, Matt. There was uh, EA, right? EA has one. EA talked about they were going to be bringing one. Microsoft also mentioned it, and then Sony's kind of got theirs. uh, Yep, Sony kind of has theirs. They don't have the the AAA or like the current stuff. Uh, And Ubisoft had said that they were seeing it going that way. Uh, Yves Guimau had said that before the show. Is that racist? I don't know. I don't know. No. Uh, Well, we're throwing one more on the pile. Google. Dun, dun, dun. According to Kotaku's sources, representatives from Google were present at GDC to meet with several big video game companies to see if there was interest in a streaming platform codenamed Yeti. Like the coolers? Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeti coolers. Pretty good brand. Just saying. Mm -hmm. There's your plug, Yeti. I'll take some money. They, um, yeah, we won't go down there. It's more politics. Uh, (laughs) Google, (laughs) Google also had meetings at E3 and these same sources claimed the meetings were to woo game developers to the service and, and to buy development studios outright. Woo! Uh, Kotaku's Jason Schreier, the author of the piece on these rumors. And the best, hands down, yeah. video game journalist, period. Yeah, he always brings the good shit. And in this court. <laughs> Doesn't matter who he goes against, people, it's him. Uh, he said that one of the theories he's heard is that there would be heavy integration between Yeti and YouTube. No. Which kind of harkens back to the thing we talked about last week. The subscribing to creators on YouTube Mm -hmm. and being more Twitch-like. Kind of interesting. Um, There's been mention of some hardware related to the project, but no one knows any details. Um, Inside the industry, a lot of people are skeptical because of Google's willingness to abandon projects. Uh, but back in January, they did hire Phil Harrison, who is a veteran executive who has worked for both Xbox and PlayStation, as well as a hiring spree of experienced game developers and marketers from various big video game companies, which PlayStation was mentioned and EA was mentioned. So, yeah. Interesting. It is interesting. And if somebody's going to do it. They got the money. It's going to be them or Amazon. Yeah. And I think, um, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess you could argue either one is better place. But if for a service, I think Google's better place just because they have better knowledge of actual infrastructure, whereas Amazon's more of like a tangible infrastructure, tangible product movement and stuff like that. You know, like yeah, I, it, it would just be um, hmm. although be interesting. Amazon. It's already in the game with making videos, video games. So. Yeah, Lumberyard and stuff. I believe their engine's Lumberyard. It's Lumber something. Lumberjack, lumber. maybe? Mm. Or I'm going to call it Lumber. Right. I'll just leave the other half of it off because I can't remember what the second half of that word is. It's something. I like Yard. I mean, we could Google it. We could. Googly, googly. Is your phone up here? Uh, yeah, I got it in my pocket. Okay, Google. That shit don't work. What do you mean that shit doesn't work? It works all the time. Did you turn it off finally? 
I don't know, right? Just I thought I think I turned it off and it hasn't done it since. So I'm assuming I turned it off. Hey Google. Okay, Google. Lumber yard. Hey, I was right. Sorry for everybody's uh home devices I just turned on. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, you're real sorry. I I I didn't give it a command. <laughs> Set an alarm for <laughs> two AM. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. It. That's it for the news. That's all I got. That's it for the new show. This is about. No, I'm kidding. We got some more stuff to talk about. A little bit of more stuff. A little bit, a tiny, tiny bit. Can you go to the site that is there and let me know if there's anything worth talking about on that site while I go through some other stuff? The Steam Summer Sale still going. Matt bought some stuff. Did we already go about over everything you bought? You. I know you played Plague. And um, you were played I World bought of Plague. I bought um, Fallout New Vegas. Um, <laughs> I was going to buy Doom, but it's cheaper on CD keys. Mm. Um, Same thing with the uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance that I had mentioned. Yeah. Uh, everything else, I just don't want to commit to. I mean, there everything on my wish list is obviously on sale, but like, yeah, I've kind of decided against playing Prey. I don't. I don't really think that. I would. That's that's one of the ones where I was like. Uh, do I? Do I not? Do I? Do I not? I think I think I'm to the point where I I also I do not do it. But you know, yeah. And then um, Kingdom Come Deliverance was on there, but it's the same situation. Like I don't think that I want to get into that. Like, um, the one that was on there that I was thinking about was The Witcher mm. Three. Like I have it on PS4, but like I I think I'd be better off getting it on PC. Um, but that it's, if I got the Witcher three, the the whole reason why I didn't get any, uh, I didn't get kingdom come deliverance is because the, the, it's a longer game. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So like, why would I be getting the Witcher three then? You know? Right. Yeah. Getting both of them. I don't think makes sense. It's always a battle between like what I find interesting and what I have time for, um, you know, what I have time for in general and, also, what I have time for in uh, my endeavor to stay somewhat current on what games are out now, which I'm failing at miserably. All right, what am I looking at here? We got, uh, I don't understand my website. Oh, uh, there should be a tab at the top that just says bundles. And we'll probably show you all of them. I'm on the mobile site, so it's like... Oh, okay. So that was a Steam Summer Sale, and I'm going to go through some two more before Matt finds anything. PlayStation Plus Games for July. Redeem these on Tuesday, I believe. I think it's the first Tuesday, so yeah. Tuesday, July 3rd. PS4, you get Absolver and Heavy Rain. PS3, you get Deception 4, The Nightmare Princess, and Rayman 3 HD. Vita, you get Space Overlords and Zero Escape, Zero Time Dilemma. I only know the PS4 games and Rayman 3. After that, you're on your own. Xbox, Games with Gold for July. Assault Android Cactus is available from July 1st to the 31st on Xbox One. Death Squared, fun party game is available from July 16th to August 15th on Xbox One. Virtua Fighter 5 Final Showdown is available from July 1st to the 15th on Xbox One and 360. 
and Tom Clancy's my thing just zoomed away in. Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Conviction available July 16th to the 31st on both Xbox One and 360. And the last call out is Amazon Prime Day is coming. Take a look if you need anything. Literally anything. Amazon sells it. Just take a look. Take a look, take a look. Meshu, do you have anything? I, if I'm looking at this right. Already? Um, I'm not seeing a bundle this month other than the monthly bundle for games. You're not looking at that right. All right. Do I need to take a take a gander? Five bundles. Okay, so that doesn't sound like... Go ahead. Is there, any, is there one that's, that strikes a chord? There's the Humble Monthly, which yep. is just whatever. Which is ending very soon. We'll have a new one next week. Six days left. Yep, so a new There's one next week. There's the Software Bundle, which is Cybersecurity. I don't know if you want me to list those up. Nope. There's a book bundle that's programmable boards. Probably like Arduinos and Raspberry Pis. There's another book bundle called Survive Anything. Oh, so it's like a bug out survival something. Oh, it is. There's a, I saw prepping knots and stuff like that thing in there. Learn how to tie a knot that doesn't hold better than a double wrong square knot. <laughs> and then there's an audio bundle, which is DC Comics in graphic audio. Interesting. Not a, uh, I mean, I, I enjoy audio, but I did not know they did audio bundles. So I thought that was I, cool. That's cool. I did not know that. Either. I didn't see a game one, though. I don't know. My, there's not like a, other than the monthly. I mean, there, there, a lot of games are on sale in their store. They also might have, um, like a they, summer sale. They probably just have a summer sale and they are also a sponsor of SGDQ. So they uh, might have something with them, but. It also might be just that the game ones ran out earlier and they're loading new ones. All right. Well, since lack of that, do you want me to read you the... Um... Give, me, give me some hot takes. I'm, gonna, I'm in the Survive Anything bundle. All right. Uh, pay a dollar or more and you get a pocket guide to prepper knots. Uh, modern survival, how to cope when everything falls apart. Survival Retreats, a practical guide to creating a sustainable, defendable refuge. Lost and Stranded, expert advice on how to survive being alone in the wilderness. The Pocket Outdoor Survival Guide. And The Joy of Cheese Making. Oh, there's one more. Wow, that's a lot. Uh, the Pocket First Aid Field Guide. Let me, all right, let me skim through here and see if there's anything good. Uh, hurricane Preparedness, Brewing Beer. Smoking and salting, smoking and salt curing. That, that's an interesting one. Uh, 52 prepper projects. Um, the mini farming Bible. These are all like in the following tiers. Um, nuclear war survival skills. Homesteading. The self-reliance manifesto. I don't recognize any of these authors though. So, I don't know. Anyways, what else we got here? You care to hear any of the other ones? Cybersecurity? No. Okay. No, I'm good. Yeah, kind of a weak month for them. Yeah. Still, other stuff going on. Like I said, you want to spend money, you can give it to Steam. You want to spend more money, you can give it to Doctors Without Borders and SGDQ. Just find Games Done Quick on Twitch, and there you go. But that's uh, that's all I got. 
That's it. Short, short day. Short. short I mean, not podcast. really. We're about where we normally are. Oh. Which is we not. Kind of blew yeah. through. I thought we'd take longer on the news because it seemed. Like I thought so was... too, but I mean, there wasn't really much that was opinionated. I mean, it was just kind of all no shits. Yeah. I mean, we can make opinions on it, but. Hmm. It's like haha, PUBG. Okay, moving on. Haha, yeah. Fortnite. It's okay, moving on. Yeah. The lawsuits and stuff. We're we're to a point where maybe in. Oh, what? Let's talk about the Nvidia thing. The NDA. Did you see that? No. Okay. So there's a bit of a hubbub in the gaming hardware <gasps> scene, or just the computer hardware scene, where Nvidia sent out an NDA uh, to all the you know publications and stuff. Uh, but some journalists, uh, I think the first ones to do it was, uh, a German, uh, website posted the ND NDA online because they were pissed off about how it was worded and the fact that it didn't say what it was for. It literally was just like a, a random, if you looked at the NDA, it was basically a random NDA. Huh? It didn't mention what the product was for. Or like what the product was or what it was for. It was like a blanket NDA. And there was some conflict. There was a statement or two in there that made it sound like it was against the NDA's policy to uh, say anything other than good things about NVIDIA. Uh, Which a lot of other people disputed. But um, it was just interesting little uh, thing. NVIDIA has not commented on it at all, obviously. I wonder if somebody rogue sent it out. Maybe. Maybe a mistake, like a draft or something. Yeah. Or if it was... Or just somebody's like, quit talking shit. Yeah. NDA. Could be. Which is just not how NDAs work. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know. But it was sent to, like, everyone. Yeah. Mailing list all send. Yeah. So that's interesting. Interesting indeed. Yeah. We don't have any questions, so... Sadness. Sad day. Oh, well. Time to move an office around. Yeah. 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 I put things up. I put them down. Yeah. 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 All right. That's it. Gamers2.com. Question forms there. Find us there. Find us on everything else. Spotify, whatever. There's a service. We're on it. Later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.